on, how you guys doing over on WMMRDB? We are simulcasting all over the place today. This is our first show over on the radio. Actually, the second uh, show. We actually did the Hollywood and China Dial show over there. But we are doing mornings as well. We are all over the place. How you guys doing over in YouTube, man? YouTube, you guys are rocking and rolling and so is Facebook. What a day. What a day. Finally got Yes, I finally got the last of the licensing fees over on the radio. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. Uh, I think you'll really dig the music over there. Uh, what a day. What a day it is freezing out here and you know what it's funny you know i'm sitting here laughing you know the whole country is uh, frozen man and the next time i want you guys to do me a favor the next time somebody says something about global warming i want you to take them in the corner and kick them in the balls yes kick them in the damn balls global warming my ass man you know I i've said it uh, a, a million times the earth goes through cycles goes through cycles why do you think there was like willy mammoths up in the arctic circle and stuff that they're finding because it used to be warm up there it used to be warm yeah now we all freezing man i think we're on the freaking teetering on a probably another mini ice age if you ask me but that's just my opinion just my opinion and you know opinions are like assholes everybody has one so uh whew, what a morning man we like negative 19 or something later on this week we're supposed to get all kinds of freaking snow all kinds of freaking snow uh new additions to the show now that we are broadcasting on wmmrdb and yes, it's WMMRDB. Don't get that confused with, uh, uh, what is it, uh, the WMMR. You cannot confuse Motorcycle Madhouse Radio with anybody else, man. Can't do it, I'm telling you. Uh, we're going to be taking phone calls and all that type of stuff. I think uh, we might uh, take a couple today later on in the show, and I'll give you the phone number in a little bit. But today I wanted to take time to cover some stuff that is going on around the country, as well as, of course, Biker News. And what got me into this? I am so sick and tired of the elite getting away with everything. I can't stand it. You have a governor out in New York City, and it's finally been uh, found out that he was hiding the numbers of people that he put in the nursing homes. A lot of people have died. A lot of them. And it's funny. I remember a hospital ship being sent over there and not being used but he put sick people 
in with w one of the most vulnerable populations during this whole thing. Now, I'm waiting to see if he gets charged. Because the double standard in this country is ridiculous. There's a set of laws for us peons, and then there's a set of laws for those that have money. You know what? I thought justice was supposed to be blind, but I guess it's who you blow to get off. That's just like this obscene parole system, and we're going to cover that first. The parole system in this country is ridiculous. Did you guys know that only a little bit under a half actually complete the parole? Parole is actually designed, instead of helping, to get you back in jail. Because everybody knows that the prison system is there to make some damn money. That's why you have all these private systems. And you know what? That's actually one thing I can agree with on the left is get rid of all these private prison systems, man. They want you to reoffend. This is so true. You know, we got an op-ed article coming up in a second that explains it uh, perfectly. They want you to reoffend. And I know that I have a lot of listeners that have been in prison and on uh, parole. And I love to hear your thoughts on the parole system. In this day and age, it's hard to find anybody that's not a felon, uh, especially with some of the uh, group I ride around with, or I'm sure that uh, a lot of us ride around with. And that's one thing that they throw a catch-22 at you with. A lot of conditions of the parole, and I don't even think it's constitutional if you ask me. I don't. Uh, where they say you cannot interact with felons, or you, thanks Motley, or you cannot interact with, say, a club of yours that you were in, because they might be on the gang list designation by the DOJ. How is that? I thought you had a right to association. But they're using parole to set these obscene freaking conditions where it's wanting you to reoffend. That's why I might not like stuff in the criminal justice reform deal, but I also do like other stuff. And that's the problem with our country right now. We don't know how to meet in the middle. We're all tribal right now, which is a shame. We should be able to, to agree to disagree, if you will. And that's just not happening. It's just like the criminal justice reform bill that was passed in Illinois. And boy, oh boy, was I disappointed in ABATE. I still believe that you should join uh, Motorcycle Roy's 
organization in some form or another, be it MRF, be it ABATE. Uh, I do believe you should support the hell out of NCOM, NCOC, the Motorcycle Profiling Project. Those are the very good ones. If I had to say which one I would support uh, the most, it would have to be Motorcycle Profiling Project, NCOM, and then MRF. But I did have that one interview uh, with Abate of Illinois. And a lot of people are saying, why are you being so hard on Abate? There was a perfect chance, perfect chance for Abate to push our agenda in this criminal justice reform bill. It was their chance, their chance to represent us and bring up the issue of motorcycle profiling and stuff like this. But they said it was too controversial. What is too controversial about getting a anti-profiling uh, statue in that bill? I get it. Abate has changed a lot. I get it. There's a lot of law enforcement in their ranks now where it used to not be that way. But you also, your majority of members are not law enforcement. So I don't care whose feelings you hurt. It should be based on... It should be based on everybody as a whole. And everybody as a whole is facing this kind of profiling. It's just, there's no issue right there. Everybody knows about it. We'll see what happens. But if I were you guys, and if you're a member of ABAY, get on them. The Motorcycle Profiling Project has actually uh, participated in four states passing this law. It was because uh, Double D, his team over at uh, N or, uh, Motorcycle Profiling Project, it was also uh, NCOM, all of them got you guys four states where there's anti-profiling laws. And you always know, or you should know, that Texas is one of the worst ones. Now, I don't, un I don't know if something's going on down in Texas where they're trying to get some stuff passed, but it's going to be a hard deal down in Texas. They are crazy down in Texas, man. <laughs> Just look at it right now in Texas. You know, they get like an inch or two of snow and the whole state closes down. And, you know, an inch or two of snow for us is like, okay, <laughs> learn how to drive. That's all I can tell you. Uh, but everything's closed down down there. So they crazy, man. They really are crazy. Uh, but uh, let me go into the chat room real quick. How you doing, Muttley? Uh, Jose, triple seven, uh, Papa. Thomas, Robert, and Facebook, uh, all you guys kicking butt, man. I really appreciate all the support you guys rock and roll. But let's go to uh, this one story right here. And this is what I was talking about with uh, probation and parole 
And this editorial nails it when it comes to this issue. And the title of this article, Probation and Parole are Supposed to be Alternatives to Our Incarceration, Not Engines for It. Again, everything has been set up where it sets you up to fail. Let's talk about this for a minute. And this is from the Times Editorial Board, and I never agree with the Los Angeles Times. The whole point of probation is to keep people out of jail, and the whole point of parole is to get them out of prison. If we can bring them home under supervision, the thinking goes, their return to society will be safer and more successful than if we just let them loose after their full sentence runs and then hope for the best. That's something that is really messed up is, okay, the judge gives you five freaking years, you do your freaking time, and then they want to put you on parole or in a halfway house. Okay, wait a second. You sentenced me to five years. I did my time. What's with the parole? Or they might parole you early off your sentence. I know that stuff. They want to keep that grab on you. Years of statistics challenge that approach. Probation too often uh, ends up being a gateway into uh, incarceration instead of an alternative. Parole is frequently a return ticket. And they ask the question why. First, some definitions, parole refers to a, t uh, a period of time after an inmate is released early but remains under supervision. It can last weeks, months, or even years, and a lot of them last years and everybody knows what pro uh, probation is according to the study a large portion of people fail probation or parole and end up back in jail or prison because of the conduct listen to this one that for the rest of us would be perfectly legal or at least not worthy of incarceration they might miss a drug rehab appointment, for example, or sit down to lunch with a friend who has a criminal record. A lot of the conditions of parole are like Nazi-like, man. It's like Gestapo stuff. They want you to fail. A lot of people coming out of the joint have it bad already because they can't get a freaking job. Uh, it's hard to freaking settle back into a routine where you're not being told when to eat, when to shit, all that kind of stuff. So you got to get adjusted. They don't give you time for that. Uh, and this is one thing that I really agree on is avoiding people with criminal records is especially difficult in communities that have been unequally affected by drug use and gangs. They're going to bring up, and you know what's funny, is they always bring up this race issue stuff. You know what, this kind of stuff affects everybody, everybody, not just one race or the other. Now, the technical, and that's what it is, is violation of probation and parole account for nearly a quarter of all state prison admissions. Think about that. Technical violations 
account for nearly a quarter of all state prison admissions. That is just nuts. They turn programs that are supposed to be alternatives to incarceration into a major engine of the jail and prison system. Instead of keeping people out, probation and parole keep people in. Now, if you take that article right there, and you look at it in the is justice equal type of stuff for everybody, Take the case of uh, Lori Laughlin. Now, she is a Hollywood star. I actually enjoy her stuff, and I don't think she should have went to prison. But anyway, she was sentenced to only two months in prison. Where if we did the same crime, that book would have been thrown at us. You know, you would have been probably looking at a minimum of five years. And then all the parole now, she does, I think she is on parole. So, you know, maybe what, a month or two, or I don't know, whatever her parole was. But it just goes to show you that there's two standards of justice. When we go over that Como story, as I call it, uh, if any regular business owner or anybody in charge of the VA or something would have done what he done he would have already been arrested he would have already been booked but this guy no Unscre it, 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 it's messed up not the way this country is supposed to be run let's continue uh that's counterproductive, which it is. Yes, jails and prison exist to punish people for wrongdoing and to protect public safety. But sending people back for uh, technical and other low-level violations impose foolish punishment, protects no one, and it costs $2.8 billion a year. That's what the B, billion Then they go into some of the different uh, justifications, which I don't think, so. no, uh-uh. There can't be any justification for sending somebody back to prison because they sat there and had lunch with somebody. Unfreaking real if you ask me. What do you guys uh, think about that? What do you guys think about the conditions of what a lot of people do with this parole? Do you think it's fair? Do you think that a system like that should be abolished? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's really a tricky thing when it comes to this, but I just can't stand the, the two... Uh, models of injustice if you will uh we're gonna go uh into another story real quick here real quick and i think everybody needs to hear about this one and this was no surprise with the new administration gas prices could increase as much as 20 cents per gallon as weather shutters texas oil refineries and the gas prices have risen for the sixth uh, straight week. Uh, we have uh, listeners that are in the oil uh, industry. 
fracking industry and a lot of people right now are losing all kinds of jobs because of this environmental BS. We used to be independent in, uh, or uh, energy independent, but now huh, it's going back over to the Saudis, man. It's all that global BS. But we keep voting for these idiots. Uh, the national average for gas prices could rise as much as 10 to 20 cents per gallon in the coming weeks as a result of the extreme cold shutting uh, millions of barrels uh, per day in refinery capacity in Texas. That's because they can't, uh, you know, function when there's only an inch of snow down there. Uh, quote, how uh, much we ultimately see will depend on how quickly or slowly the affected refineries get back online. Uh, the national average uh, is now at 250. The national average of diesel has uh, soared 7.2% to 268. Now, if you're in the trucking industry, you guys know how fuel uh, cost really hurts your bottom line. Wait till it gets to about uh, $4 a gallon uh, with that. But it is just insane how if you look at it, since January 21st, and it's only been a couple weeks, how gas prices went up. And <laughs> I warned you, I told you, and I think everybody else has told you, that they were going to go skyrocket. They were going to skyrocket them prices. And I wouldn't uh, doubt, because I uh, T. Spain, he actually works in the industry on uh, one of the rigs out in the Gulf, and he said he wouldn't be surprised to see it go to 5 $6 a gallon. And diesel's going to be more. So, you know what? What happens is when them fuel costs go up, so does everything else. You're talking our food, every damn thing. The least one thing is you'll probably be riding your motorcycle a hell of a lot more because you can't afford to fill up your truck with all the money. Now let's go to our uh, one of our main stories here. Majority of New York voters fail Como on reporting of COVID nursing home deaths. How is it not 100%? That just goes to show you how we have these tribes in the United States that want to stick together no matter what. This guy killed people. He killed them. He put sick people in the same facility as the older people, the elderly, who were perfectly freaking healthy, but ended up getting COVID and got killed. All this, why he had a hospital ship in his harbor. Why couldn't he put the sick where, you know, he called for the ship. Why didn't he do it? He only got a 55% uh, percent disapproval of that. Are you kidding me, right? A majority of New Yorkers, you guys are weird out there, man. You really are, man. If something like this happens, what the hell are you guys thinking? 
disapprove of his handling of reporting nursing home deaths and continue controversy over an alleged cover-up by his administration. It wasn't alleged. Somebody actually came out and uh, whistle-blew this that was close to him. And the reason why he hid this was he said that the Trump administration would use it against him. Here's a guy that got an Emmy for his press conferences. All the while, I think, committing murder. Will he be held to the same standard as somebody like us? That's the question. Only 39% approved of uh, his handling. <laughs> really? That's it. Not 100%. You still have ignorant people out there. Uh, he's been under fire for his handling of nursing homes in the early days of the pandemic, specifically a March 25th order that required nursing homes to take in COVID patients. <laughs> there it is. Why would you do that? But the media won't expose them. The media protects them. You got CNN with his brother that has a show. Why don't he resign, too? Uh, the uh, controversy uh, exploded after it emerged that a uh, top Como aide uh, told Democrats that the administration froze amid an investigation from the D Justice Department. I wonder, is the Justice Department going to keep on freaking uh, investigating now that old boy is in the office? And this is a Democrat? Quote. Because when then we were in a position where we weren't sure if we were going to give to the Justice Department or what we give to you guys, what we start saying was going to be used against us while we weren't sure if there was going to be an investigation. That kind of sounds like uh, obstruction, don't it? Obstruction of justice? Now, the Attorney General of New York uh, said that they found the state undercounting nursing home deaths by as much as 50%. 50 damn percent. So, whatever they, his numbers were, add 50% of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. My God, you know what, this freaking world's messed up. Let's go to some biker news. WCVB uh, ABC5 uh, this uh, vehicle fire spreads destroys award-winning motorcycle shop in West Bridgewater. From the air, you could tell the flames were spreading fast. This fire started in a van outside and quickly spread to the building. Right into the attic area which is all truss roof. There's no fire stops from start to finish. At 10 or 15 minutes uh, the roof was collapsed. Two of the units in the South Main Street building belong to the Spitshine Motorcycle Shop, highly regarded for the work it does restoring and detailing high-end bikes. I spent eight years building this business. I never took a day off. Spent seven days a week in that shop. 
Scott Greenberg is grateful to firefighters who saved 28 of his clients' cycles and an antique car, but he did lose four other bikes, including three of his own, and other things he just can't replace. Everything in that shop was either a gift from somebody, a poster that was given to me by a friend, my mom and dad's wedding pictures in there. My whole life is in that building. Also destroyed the wings of Gold Motorcycle Clubhouse. The grand opening was scheduled for tonight. We worked so hard. Everybody in the club worked so hard to make it their own place, and it's gone. The worst part about it is the memories that are in there cannot be replaced. That's messed up. Sorry to hear that, man. Uh, news uh, though: Local motorcycle club donates hundreds of stuffed animals to WVU Medicine Children's. And this out of 12 W boy, the Brothers in Blue Motorcycle Club Black Diamond Chapter made a special delivery to WVU Medicine Children's Hospital in Morgantown. They dropped off about 270 stuffed animals they had collected. The drive was part of the Freddy's Teddy program. Uh, quote, we would like to thank WVU Medicine Children's for giving us the opportunity to help put smiles on a lot of wonderful children going through rough times, the club said. Uh, the club has made similar donations in the past, including one to the first responders in Marion County in 2019. Another interesting uh, story here. Uh, this one came out of last year. Uh, they're still fighting this. Uh, the uh, Murals Inlet Biker Bar court date to fight for liquor licenses is postponed. Uh, the court date scheduled for uh, actually, uh, what is it, yesterday, was uh, for the popular biker bar, I love this name, Suck Bang Blow. <laughs> has been rescheduled. SBB was set to appear before a judge to defend her liquor license after violating the governor's executive order, which I don't get. An executive order isn't a law. And uh, we've now seen how much damage these governors have, uh, have really did to everybody because they had the power of an executive order. It's bull. It's complete bull. Uh, according to documents from the South Carolina Department of Revenue, during the uh, spring bike rally in July of 2020, bikers can be seen on Facebook Live from SBB hanging out. And as everybody knows, they were really on us, man. Really on us last year when it came to uh, this spread of COVID and stuff. Uh, it was just insane, man. They went after us ever since Sturges calling us super spreaders and all that type of jive. The media is something else, isn't it? You know, it, it, it's something else how they automatically want, run to one party. They don't want to report both sides of the story, which is what the news is supposed to be. But they're basically nothing but a propaganda machine now. That's the way they are. That's the way it's going to be. Again, it's tribal and stuff. And it, it's sad that it's that way, man. It really is. Uh, but I was going to take some phone calls today. But that's going to have to wait till tomorrow. Because I have to uh, get the phone system uh, packed in better than it was. I just checked it and it wasn't doing so good. Uh, just little minor kinks here and there, if you would.
Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the show, the new format. Don't forget to go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com or you can download the app over on Zeno and just put us in there. But uh, tomorrow's uh, show is going to be pretty fun, man. 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. The 420 hour exclusively over on WMMRDB uh, radio. <laughs> it's going to be something else, man. Oh, Hollywood, man. I'm going to enjoy my 420, listening to some tunes and all that good stuff. If you guys want to hear uh, some tunes over there, let me know what song you are looking for, uh, and I'll check our licensing stuff, because I can only play what is, uh, what's it called, uh, through our licensing deal. So that's just the way it works and stuff. But you guys go over there, enjoy that music, have some fun while you're at work. I'll talk to you guys later, man. Have a good one.